or severe cases of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. Uh, you're listening to Sound Out. That's how we do it, Tyler. Jesus Christ, you're talking so fast. <laughs> We're not in that much of a rush. I know, I know. Calm down. Speedy Gonzalez. How are we doing, Tyler? I'm so good. I'm really, I'm actually really excited to talk about this. Not album, because we're not reviewing an album. Um, we this is a change. To, I get yeah. to talk about all stuff that I like. Yeah. Um, we, I, I came up with the idea, the bright idea, because I actually, honestly, listening back to the, I got this idea from listening back to the uh, 10 songs of the year list that we did uh, for 2018. There are songs that I wish I had changed out for other songs, and honestly, a lot of those artists... Um, are not very known. So the title of this episode of Sound Audits is going to be five artists that we think are underrated and deserve more recognition. Um, so it's going to be hopefully artists that you have never heard of. I'm super excited to talk about it because there were some songs that they released last year, 2018, that I really wish I had talked about uh, instead of other ones. But alas, we have moved on from there. That was just a that was a rush thing. But anyway. We'll have more time to plan it for next year, but or this year, it's gonna be this year. Holy shit! I know. Wow. In ten months. I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah. What was the first episode of Sound Audits released? Because we should do something special it for was, that too. It was October. Like we should re-review the Black Belt Eagle Scout album. No, September twenty eighth. Okay. And we didn't upload anything in November. We took an entire over a month off. Yeah. Which is funny because when you look at our our analytics, it's like, all right, we went out this 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 this. Like, not zero, but like 10. Yeah. 10 listens in like the entire month of November and then yeah. peaks back up to normal. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But. Uh, and the analytics are anyway, so messy. Yeah. Like, when, when, when something comes out, it's like five days delayed. It's not updated. Yeah. So, anyway, anyway. that's just how it is. Yeah. The, We're super excited to talk the about software this, that we produce the oh, podcast right. through is called Anchor. Anchor is incredible. That's not the software that we produce it to do. That's just the, what you run it through so that it gets distributed. Okay, right? it's the distributor of our podcast. Is the Anchor. software that we use is Audacity, so it fucking sucks. Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh, it costs software. us $0, but it fucking sucks. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of funky. It just decides it's not going to work sometimes and commit suicide on us. But that's neither here nor that's there. That's kind of just normal at this point. So, yeah. So it is what it is. But uh, I'm gonna let you. Start. Oh, what was I this gonna is... say? No, I had oh. something to say about. Oh. oh, Spotify bought Anchor. Did it really? So we might be experiencing some changes coming. Ooh, okay. soon Ish. hereafter. Oh, I hope it doesn't. They don't change it, so it costs money. Me too. Because we that make, like, not that much money. Please get us more AdSense, people. We need it, it to, to keep up this podcast. Holy shit. This might be bad. Anyway, I didn't actually know that. But Yeah, I got an start, email, I got an email like the a, other day oh, saying, fuck. hey, we were bought by Spotify. You might be experiencing some changes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because the only I other, mean, like, real way to... to, to be broadcasted on podcasts and not just one app or the other without going to each individual one and getting approved and all that, which takes weeks. Like it's a very, very intense process um, is to go on to SoundCloud, put your podcast up there. And if it gets, I think it's, if it gets over 2,500 listens per episode, SoundCloud will distribute your podcast to the other platforms. We need more listeners, apparently. So that's really the only other way. Before Anchor, it was like if you 
got that much on SoundCloud and you got put out on other platforms, it's like you made it. Now you have like a following. So right. it's like near impossible for people to start out until Anchor came along and they loved us. So yeah. thanks. Give us thanks. the love and understanding that we so helplessly Crave. desired and <laughs> craved and needed. Um, but anyway, I'm going to let, this is just going to be like a one. Yeah. This is just a chill episode. This is going to be f- just fun. So yeah, we're not, this isn't what we liked or didn't like. It's just going to be one long string of continuous sound. You're welcome. Okay. Go ahead. You I'm gonna go like, first? Yeah, you go ahead and start off. All right. My first artist. No, wait, you started off for the, you start. Okay. Yeah. I want to start. Fuck that. Okay. Uh, and this was my idea anyway. So, uh, my first artist, uh, unlike Tyler, is who do I want to talk about first? I don't know. I feel like I want to break up these two. I'm gonna talk about the one that I feel like more people will know uh, than some of the other ones on here, which is Big Crit. All right, <laughs> Tyler's not cringing yet. We're good. So Big Crit is a I think I think he's Mississippi Mississippi rapper, um, and. Let's see what do I, how, what what do I say about Big Crit? He doesn't he doesn't have a massive following, but he's been around for a while. He's been around since like the two thousands, um, like earlier on in the two thousands. But he brings on a style of southern like country rap, uh, which is very very down in the dirt and gritty, which I really love. Um, and he brings a sound to the table that not a whole lot of other people in the hip hop industry do. Like I mean, he has his influences, namely. Kanye West and other people of that sort. Um, I think he takes influence from more than other areas of the hip-hop range, but um, I just think Big Crit is a solid artist overall. If I if you were going to start off with an album, I would recommend... Um, uh, God, what is it called? Uh, Forever is a Mighty Long Time uh, by Big Crit. It was released in 2017, um, and it is a double album. It is large. It is massive. It's like an hour and 50 minutes long. Uh, so you have a trip listening to that album, but track for track, that album is solid. Um, there are very, very few tracks that I would even say, there are no skippable tracks, honestly, but there are very few tracks that I would even say pale to, in comparison to others. Um, but that is a solid album. I would say some of his earlier work, um, or at least work earlier on in the 2010s was not as good um, as some of his new stuff. I think mixtape era, he was pretty good. Um, but Bury Me in Gold is where I'd start because that's what I started off on. And holy damn, is it good. He brings this personality that a lot of other rappers don't really have. Like if you listen to Lil Mosey, who has like no personality other than mumbling, um, then, like, I mean, this is completely, this is a different area, completely, um, and, I mean, he brings, like, a sort of country-style rap to the table that I really love, um, and, I don't know, I, I don't even know how we're supposed to talk about this, I didn't preemptively plan this, but, like, I just want to, I don't know, I want to bring light to the artist, I guess. I don't know. How, how are you going to talk about it? I, you go ahead. You go ahead and talk about your first guy. All right, that's all I have to say. Just go listen to Big Crit because Big Crit's amazing.
So the first, the first artist I'm going to talk about is uh, Stephen. Oh, okay. It's just Stephen. Spelled P-H and not with a V because he's so special. Right. So um, Stephen is about, he's 27. Um, he's an American electronic music artist, singer, songwriting. He's based in Joshua Tree, California. And he doesn't spend most of his time making his own music, but producing for other artists. Um, he came into the music scene in 2011 with, uh, with his song called Crossfire, and he also did a cover that year of Adele's Hello, and that kind of put him on the map and let people know who he was. Um, he's, he's extremely talented, and I, I think where his, his music is strongest is that he kind of goes against the grain of what you would expect. So, one of my favorite songs by him, which I need to look up on my phone because I'm so, so prepared. It's a song called Your Life off of his 2016 album titled Sincerely. And the song builds for like three minutes and it builds and you can feel this this electric drop coming. And instead of giving you this drop that you're expecting, like it's, the big it's fucking this dubstep bound. Drop? Yeah, instead of, instead of getting this big trap bass booming, you you get this kind of gentle sweeping sound as he goes into this um, this this. It's like it's still a drop, but it's like this bouncy drop with with guitar intermixed in it and it's just ridiculous. And it's it's not like anything I've ever heard. So. I think where he stands out the most is that he's unlike any other musician that I've that I've listened to. I gotcha. hear elements from other people, and I'm not as familiar with his music as I am with other people. But out of all of the stuff I've listened to since I've gotten the lovely Apple Music, which has Hell everything yeah. ever, Hell since yeah. I've gotten that, this is one of my favorite things that I've listened to, that I've that I've like really discovered. So. I thought I'd talk about him a little bit because he's just certainly someone that I would recommend checking out because if you're an eccentric music listening, uh, listener like Ian and I, then you will probably find merit in this as I did. So, I rem- yeah, I remember. And he, nobody knows who he is. Nobody's yeah. heard of Steven. So I, certainly go listen to him, follow him on Instagram, give him some he love. Was, he's a small artist yeah. and he's great. He's awesome. I Honestly, I started listening to him earlier last year. Um, I didn't, I don't know. Um, but I think he was, I think he was re- recommended to me off Eaton, um, because I, I think with Apple Music it gives you the track list, right? So you can click on the song that you want to play, and then below it it has more albums or singles by the artist, and below that there are albums or singles by other artists that Apple Music think you might like. And I was listening to Vertigo a lot, I think, earlier part of 2018, and it came up with Steven. Uh, Steven is, I would say he's sort of in that Eden vein of things where he's just quirky and different than other artists, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. I didn't want to steal your thing. No, you're fine. So if you want to, if you want to show him some love, uh, he's got this album titled Sincerely. It's on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. It's on everything. It's in the, technically it's in the alternative genre. It came out in 2016. Uh, follow him on Instagram at I think I'm crashing. He's got 13.7 thousand followers. Very, very small in the grand screen, uh, in the grand scheme of music, not the grand scheme. 
All right, Ian, you're up. All right, sick. Uh, so the next musician I think I'm going to talk about is Igloo Ghost. Now, Igloo Ghost... <laughs> um, oh, God. He is a British music producer, and he is, he is an electronic music producer. He's like... It's not club bangers or anything like that that you'll hear out of a lot of uh producers um it's it's very very schizophrenic what he does um he is an i mean he's an electronic music producer but he puts in so much to his music that it is hard to wrap your head around um he uh, I, I want to say he burst out on t- in 2014 with an album, or no, not even an album, it was an EP, I think it was the uh, Chinese New Year EP, uh, and he came out and people were ju- in the electronic community were flipping their shit, because he, uh, this, this is something that people had never heard before, it's this insane, it's ridiculous electronic music that incorporates glitch pop and it incorporates these it's bullet bullet speed it's so fast the way he it just pummels you one after another after another it's so high paced and energetic to the point it's like it's electronic music hopped up on the highest amount of Red Bull that you could possibly ever imagine like he popped so many drugs before, like, making this. I just don't understand how you can produce this, because there is so much sound packed into one track, and so many different sounds and bells and whistles that you don't know what to listen to. It it wraps itself around your head, and you're just like, what the fuck is happening to me? Like, I don't know how exactly to explain it, um... Because it's like it's like nothing I've ever heard. Um, it's it's so quirky. I love it. Um, and I he the I think he the one that how I got introduced to him I should say is he released an album. Where is it? 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 He released an album called Neo Wax Bloom, and I might I might add that. A lot of his music is based off of this concept that he has made in his head. He's also a graphic artist, and he makes all of his own graphics, and he makes all of his own album art. And I'm going to show Tyler here real quick because, like, it's ridiculous what he makes. Um, But it's basically – it's this evolutionary thing where you start out as an eyeball, and then you evolve into a worm, and then you evolve into a witch kind of thing. And then you evolve into these things called igloo ghosts. Um, I don't know what it means. I don't know why the hell it exists, but goddamn, do I love it. Um, and Neo Wax Bloom, the first song that I got introduced to is called White Gum, I believe. And this, I mean, like, 
it's ridiculous how fast these samples, like these different, he must have like hundreds of different samples in every song. Like, do, do you understand? I know you, you're kind of familiar with that. Like the amount of samples that you would have to pack into different sections and like all the different drum samples and all the, like how hard it would be to keep track of all that shit. Like there are, there has to be hundreds of different ones in this. It's ridiculous. It is like nothing I've ever heard. And um, he released two EPs, two sister EPs alongside each other last year in 2018. I think it was later, the later cut of 2018, sometime in September, I believe, called Clear Teme and Steel Mogu. Um, might I add, he also creates his own language in some of these songs, which is ridiculous to me. But I think there was one song that I regret not putting on my uh, top singles of 2018, or at least not mentioning in my honorable mentions, and that was Clear Teme. Um, off of Clear Teme. Um, both of these EPs are five tracks long. They're incredible. They're ridiculous. They wrap around your head and they don't let go. It's like... It is like nothing I've ever heard before. And Clear Teme, like, he managed to... He manages to pack all this sound and all these bullet fast... I, I don't know how to explain it. But he he also manages to be very melodic and he uses manages to pack a lot of ambience and beauty into these pieces as well, which is just incredible. And Clear Teme uh, really exemplifies that a lot, I think. Um... If you want to go follow him, he's called Igloo Ghost. He's got something like 13,000 followers or something. He's a little small artist. Um, and he it's he's like a Clug Banger artist, like somebody like Robert DeLong would be. But he doesn't make Clug Bangers. He makes these weird, glitchy, schizophrenic type pieces that are so ridiculous and beautiful and mind-bending uh, and mind altering, like it, it, it really opens, opens you up to be like, wow, this is possible in music. Like com- the advent of computers and music is ridiculous. It's I go, go, go listen to Igloo Ghost, but because dear, dear God is you will never find anything that sounds quite like it. It's incredible. I love it. Anyway, back to you, Tyler. Alright, cool. Check, 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 check. Um, I think we're live, so I'm just going to start. I'm Wise. Um, this is Crowdsourced. This is episode four. Um, I'm real, I'm real, real gassed about uh, the guest we've got today. Uh, he's an actual legend. Uh, he's actually 12 years old, and that baffles me. Yeah. Um, we've got the one like Igloo Ghost in the building. Can I get a round of applause, please? Hello. God damn. Is that on? Yeah. Is that coming through? Yeah, I think it's coming through. How are right. you doing today, sir? I'm alright. I'm uh yeah, I'm about to show everyone how horrible of a program Reason is. That's going to be fun. <laughs> now, you keep saying that, but, you know, what comes out of Reason for you is, uh, is, is pretty amazing. So Yeah, I, I secretly like her. I give her a hard time. but yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you were saying before, it's like your wife that you, uh, you love, but you don't like her. Yeah, I right. mean, yeah. It's just like, it's my bull and chain. Yeah, and how long have you been using Reason for? Um... I think I've been doing stuff since I was like 15, yeah. and I'm, I'm 12 now, so I That's guess That's crazy, like, bro. Yeah, I don't bro, know. Bro, man just went like, <laughs> yeah. I just skipped free. I hear that, bro. All right, well, let's have a listen to what people yeah, have sent in. That's good. Because, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure you've seen a couple of the other episodes. It gets a bit wild. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Let's, let's dive cool. in. That's my little disclaimer. Now, now, explain to me, what is this, this that you've got on the screen here? This, uh, this little beast is just like, it's like a really basic sampler. Um, I usually just like feed, feed shit through there. Oh, that's kind of... 
Shmeek says, Melodic Trululus. Shout out to you guys, man. This is so dope of you. Thanks. Bassy atmosphere from uh, Think Twice. Big up you. Yeah, I'm liking that. Shout out to Prenda India for these ones. She says, Aye! Out to DJ Zana. Ooh. That's tight. Is that one of your own kicks? Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Out to Yo Soy Pablo. I remember him. Age of Empires. <laughs> no, this is insane. We're witnessing it, guys. I don't know. No, N N. I wonder why you wouldn't want to say. Flavors. Who was that from? Sorry. I don't know. That's like a meme on 4chan. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And fancies. Big up you. What have you said? What have you got to say? That's kind of tight. <laughs> And Fancy says, 96 BPM, A major, atmospheric vox sample that I chopped out of 70s vocals. Well, big up you, bro. artist I'm going to talk about is someone that Ian and I have been paying attention to in the music scene for years. This lovely man is named Rob Scallon, and he is uh, one of the most talented musicians that I have ever seen. He's ever incredible. seen. When I look up to musicians as a standard of what what I want my ability to be in it's as Rob a musician Scallon. and playing an instrument shockingly enough i don't look at people like tyler joseph i don't look at people like josh don like people that i'm huge fans of i don't want to go i want to be as good as that guy the man that i look at is rob scallon because he i think he plays i think it's different two areas of different talent though as well so it is he plays every instrument and he plays every instrument like so ridiculous so well you would not believe so Basically, I'm going to give you a little bio on him. Rob Scallon is a multi-instrumental American musician who makes videos on YouTube. That's how I discovered him. My dad actually pointed um, – he did some cover of a Slayer song on ukulele, and my dad sent it to me, and he thought it was cool, with uh, Sarah Longfield, he, yeah. who's another amazing – But. We're not gonna he does other stuff that. as well, right? He does like shovel metal and stuff like that, where he just yeah, attaches strings to shovels yeah. and he does Slipknot or whatever. He's, he's ridiculous. And he's got some funny videos too. Like he did metal in inappropriate places where he's like in a library playing his electric <laughs> guitar. Or he's, he's like on a canoe, like head banging with his hair. Like it's, it's great. Um, so he's been in the music scene since 2007. 
Um, if I'm not mistaken, he's only like, okay, he was born in 1990, so he's like 28. So he's not, he's not that old, but he's been in YouTube since pretty much the beginning. And he has a following of about 2 million people now, I believe at this point. So, mm-hmm. but he's YouTube, so he's not in like the mainstream, like music. Scene, no, so he counts he doesn't, around. He, it's instrumental stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So his, uh, his first album was called Summer came out june 8th of 2018 and uh it wasn't it it wasn't the most like impressive thing i don't want to crap on it but he was just learning just starting out Mm -hmm. and all the way up to his album anchor which is an ep it is my favorite project that he has released uh it came out in on november 4th of 2016 has an entire array of ridiculous, just incredible, impressive beautiful, songs. Beautiful. beautiful. There's songs on Anchor, such as the song Anchor, which was the single off of it, is ridiculous. Rain is incredible. The song Summer, which popped up again on this album in a re-recorded, remastered, new fashion. Um, the song For That Second is my favorite song on the album it's track number 10 and he's just so talented like i, I can't Isn't there, put into like, words how ridiculous his music ways is. of especially of like playing electric guitars because the amp picks up all of that stuff like where you hammer hit stuff like on the neck and stuff like that like different techniques that he uses to create these songs like to create different sounds with just an electric guitar right yeah i don't have that wrong so right <laughs> yeah no, no no you're you're completely right so what really stands out to me about him is that not only does he play like multiple instruments, it's not that. He owns 45 different types of instruments Yikes. and plays them all flawlessly. Instruments you've never heard of, the theremin, the the pan the the pan drum, whatever the hell that one's called. Like things you've you've never heard of this guy plays songs that you would recognize on these instruments so along with original art uh original music that he that he creates weekly on youtube so go check out rob scallon uh give him some love follow him on instagram the the lovely man has two hundred and sixty thousand followers so He's up there. He's been around for a bit. He uh, he certainly has hit his stride in being ridiculously popular within his fans. And I, he doesn't really tour because he does. I don't really think he has the catalog he's, he's to tour. He's a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber. He has gone on tour. I think with Someone, other bands. Yeah. Uh, not even as an opener, but just as them all having like a, as a band. equal sets. Right? No, they played separately. Oh, okay. But he like it wasn't like somebody was the opener, somebody was the headliner. He, you know, um, but he's super, super talented. Go check him out. Uh, I'm beating a dead horse at this point, Ian. Okay. Um, your next, your next. All right. All lovely right. band person. Yeah.
Um, the next, I think the next person that I'm going to talk about, I'm super hyped to talk about this man because I love them to death. The Contortionist. Uh, I think you've told me that your dad listens to them as well, don't, doesn't he, or something like that? Yeah. Uh, the Contortionist is a progressive metal band from Indianapolis. Uh, they were formed in 2007, and the band consists of guitarists Robbie Baca and Cameron May- Maynard. I know that name. Uh, and then the drummer Joey Baca, two brothers, uh, a vocalist Mike Lessard, bassist Jordan Eberhardt, and keyboardist Eric Gunther. Um, and I think there was a vocalist before, Mike Lessard, that quit the band and Mike Lesser joined in for their latest studio album. They have released uh, four studio albums and three EPs. I'm going to try and find which ones those were. Um, I, the ones that I have particularly listened to um, are two of their latest ones, I think. Um, let me see here. The I know their, their big one that I've listened to was Clairvoyant. Uh, which was released in 2017, but I've also listened to Language, uh, Rediscovered. Um, both of those albums are absolutely ridiculous. They also have two other albums uh, entitled Intrinsic and Exoplanet, which I am not too familiar with, uh, honestly, because I I was not a fan of Screamo, and those are predominantly Screamo, I believe. Uh, I wasn't a fan of Screamo back when I started listening to them, uh, back in early 2018 or late 2017, something like that. Um, but they bring a brand of metal to the table that is not, it's not the Metallica kind of thrash metal stuff. It's not the ghost melodic metal that you hear. It's more the tool brand of metal if any of you are familiar with tool you know they love to mess around with stuff like weird time signatures and weird riffs weird drum patterns that is what the contortionist is as well they i think they draw heavily from tool but dear god do they bring a brand of metal to the table that nobody else really does uh i do think that they are more I'm not going to say melodic than Tool because Tool can be very melodic and be very heavy, but they meld a sound together that is different from Tool. It's very, very smooth, and it can be gritty at some points as well. Um, And Clairvoyant is a fantastic album, uh, I must say. It's nine songs long, 54 minutes. Some of the tracks on here go past the 10-minute mark, I believe. Um songs like Godspeed and Reimagined, like every song on here, Clairvoyant, Absolve, Return to Earth, Relapse, even like the the two the two closing and opener tracks, Monochrome and Monochrome, there's two different versions of the same song, Monochrome, which is passive, and then there's a Monochrome pensive version, which is interesting to me, but their lyrics are very, very simplistic and th- that's where sort of they differ from Tool because Tool is more about telling a story through their lyrics. The contortionist kind of throws out ideas at you. Like, they throw out words that have very, very deep meanings and stuff like that, and you are meant to translate that as you will. Um, which, I guess to some people, could be a turnoff, but for me, I just I just love the simplicity, and the dude's voice is ridiculous. 
Uh, he can go from being very, very melodic and soft-spoken to fucking screaming out of his mind. Um, this entire, the entire Clairvoyant album is a fantastic metal album, fantastic guitar work. These weird synth leads littered all across the album as well. The drummer is ridiculous. The drummer is insane. Uh, to be able to, they, because one other thing that the contortionist does is they switch between time signatures, right? So, like, you have a standard 4-4 four, four beat, which is just 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3. Like, if you take, like, Viva La Vida by Coldplay, it's, I hear Jerusalem, 1, 2, 3, 4, Roman Catholic class, 1, 2, 3, 4. That's the 4-4 four, four time pattern, but they switch out of patterns, like, 5-4, which is a weird time. They switch to, like, 7-9 or 11 beats per minute. Measure, which are both ridiculous time time signatures that nobody uses, um, and you you're forced to keep up with the song. Um, you can't listen at your own pace. It's you have to keep up with the song as it goes along, which is fantastic to me. Um, and dear God, the songs on this album are ridiculous. The riffs are incredible. Uh, and even Language Rediscovered, I fucking love to death as well. Uh, not as familiar with it, but dear God, I love it. I just, I'd, I'd, I'd start with Clairvoyant. They have about 46,000 followers on Instagram. Go hit them up because they are a fantastic metal act, um, who I love to death. Um, and that is all I have to say. Go ahead, Tyler. You can, you can, oh, you're happy. You enjoyed talking about that guy, oh, didn't I, you? Oh, I, bro. I love the contortionist so much. Sweet. So mu- I've shown them to a couple of different people. Like one of the hip hop heads that I know, I showed them to him. He listens to anything um, just like me. And he like, that's one of the few artists that I am proud to say that I, I found that band and I love them to death. I showed that album to a friend, you know, Jameson, uh, to a friend. He actually, he's been talking about possibly wanting to come onto the podcast at some point as well. Talk about Kanye West or something like that when he drops an album. But anyway, um, and I showed that to him and he fucking loved it too. And that just makes me happy when I find music that other people get to enjoy as well. Um, that's part of the reason why I like doing this podcast, honestly. Like if somebody listens to one of my opinions and says, wow, I might want to listen to that just because you said it was great. Like, hell yeah, man. That's awesome. But Contortionist is a fantastic metal act, and I cannot praise them highly enough. Anyway, go ahead, Tyler. Also, I regret not... Well, actually, no, because they didn't release any music in 2017, but fucking Godspeed is one of my favorite songs, metal songs ever. Godspeed off of Clairvoyant is insane. It's ridiculous. I love it. Anyway, go ahead. All right, this next band that I'm going to talk about is a band that I hold very near and dear to my heart. I know what you're talking about. So, the band is called Judah and the Lion, and you've probably heard them on pop radio because they I, have. I have some songs. Been a fan since twenty since January twenty second of twenty seventeen, when I saw them in Charlottesville, Virginia, at the John Paul Jones Arena when they were opening for Twenty One Pilots, and I I. I had no idea what to expect going in. I was super excited to see John Bellion was also an opener. I was super excited to see his set, but I I never knew what to expect going to see Judah and the Lion. And the first thing that happened when we sat in our seats and they came 
onto the stage is they had their shirts pulled up and tucked over their heads so that their their nipples and everything are hanging out and their hairy chest and they're playing the t-pain song titled booty work <laughs> and it was at that moment that i know all right these guys are going to be with me for life and i have been obsessed since i listen to their music they have some incredible music some great ideas some very unique stuff um but a little background before we dive into that is that now they're considered an alternative band. They call themselves a folk hop and roll band. Whatever in the hell that means is what folk, they call themselves. hip hop, rock and roll. Yeah, so God kill me. I don't like that. But <laughs> they uh, they originally started off as a bluegrass band. Oh, they yeah. released, they're oh, from yeah, Nashville, yeah. Tennessee, first of all. They released a band, uh, not a band, they released an album called, was it an EP? First was the EP, I think, called Sweet, EP, Ten- Sweet, Sweet Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Um, which was very like bluegrassy. Yeah. It features the song Backs Down in the Against Roots, the Wall, folky. which is just a beautiful song. Um, the band is made up of Judah Akers, who plays uh, guitar and sings. Brian McDonald, who plays man- mandolin uh, and also sings backup vocals. And Nate Zersher, who is a banjo and also a backup vocalist. Uh, the band used to have Spencer Cross, who was the drummer. He's the super cool guy with the mustache. He was awesome. I really liked him. But I believe that he left the band last year because of uh, a f- family struggle, trouble, whatever uh, you'd call it. And there's a very young family kid. Family struggle, trouble. There's a young kid who's filling in for him at the drums, but he's a uh, he's big shoes to fill because he's a very talented uh, musician. But Judah and the Lion is just all over the place. They every time that they only have two. How many times have you gone to see them again? Oh, I've seen them so. Okay, that's a good point. I've seen them. <laughs> Six or seven times. Four Five? times. I've seen them four times at nine thirty club. I saw them open and I saw them at a festival. So I've seen them I've seen them six times. Yeah, that's what I thought. So And it never gets old. <laughs> I've seen them more than any other band. They're the band that I've seen the most. And I will continue to go back and see them every time because out of all of the shows that I've been to, they are tied with twenty one pilots or more fun of a show. And the reason that I say that is because they're com- two completely different ball games. When you're in this small room of people jumping around and having a great time, and when you're in this arena of full of forty thousand, twenty thousand people, mixed, mixed mixed people, different things. Not everyone is into it. It's kind of when you're in that room in a club. There's nothing else like it. You're twenty feet from. The guy, and the other thing is that Judah climbs up and goes to the back of of the balcony and stands on the railing and finishes out the song "Going to Mars." So, if you at the furthest point you can be from him in a matter of thirty seconds, you could be in touching distance of him. Yeah, just and holding on to his. That's calves. something that you never experience you're never gonna forget and you don't experience other places because it's hard to get close to that close to an artist the last time that i saw him was at the 930 club in what month was it april of last year no i saw him in june never mind okay but before that in april and they performed the song mr brightside and judah hops off of the stage 
over the barricade. The security's like, no, no, don't do that. And he starts just walking through the pit, like high-fiving people, just walking through. And he gets up and he jumps onto the bar. He probably pissed off the bartenders because they had to clean off after him. But he's standing on the bar and everybody's like gathered around and he's like singing to them. This is a sold out show of like 1,200 people at the 930 Club. And he just hops off the stage and walks through the pit. And it's just like, what's up, a what's lot up of guys? Fans, I'm one of you. A lot of people would absolutely rip the person to shreds. Because I know, like, people who, like, stage jive, they come off with, like, horror stories or something like that of how their fans fucking mangled them. Right. That happened at 21 Pilots yeah. at a festival, yeah. Happened on Tyler Joseph. But, um, so they have, they have two, maybe two and a half albums, you'd call it. They have the album Kids These Days, which is very bluegrassy and, uh... That's a good album, I think. It's a great album. And then they have the album Full Cop and Roll, which was, to me not super impressive liked still ideas some, on it still has some great songs uh and then they released the same album with songs that they wanted to play live and the songs feature uh it has songs like uh suit and jacket conversations going to mars take it all back 2.0 graffiti dreams stockholm is gra- graffiti dreams dreams sorry let me say the deems um reputation is super fun live so all of these songs build up to combine into this incredible catalog that they have nowhere they no uh, matter where they're playing i keep getting ahead of myself what i want to say and what my brain is telling me so i apologize for stumbling across my words but i'm just really excited to talk about it because out of all of the people i've seen they are my golden standard of what I want to see because they are so fun and so into it. And you got to think, you're at a club watching these these guys play, and one guy's playing a mandolin, one guy's <laughs> playing a banjo, and one guy's playing a guitar, and that's not at all what you're hearing. It's like this – you jump to, you sway to it. It's like insane. It's not like anything else I've ever – ever experienced and i am a huge fan of judah and the lion i love them they're amazing yeah go follow them on instagram because it's just go follow them on instagram i think they have i follow them as well i have thousand i haven't had the fortune of seeing them live i I have a hundred and four thousand followers i know other people other people that have but I, I really hope I can see them in the near future once they start their latest tour. When they when they release their next album, we're gonna have to review it because that's gonna yeah. that's gonna be fun. Super! Exciting. I really really hope they take it in some different directions. They just they just released a single called "Over My Head." It came out January uh, January eleventh of twenty nineteen. It was not my favorite song ever. So honestly, regardless, but... go give it a listen, show it some love. If you like some uh, some popular tunes, you might like it. Uh, but that was Student and Lion. I'm a huge fan. Check them out. They're incredible. Um, super, super big fan.
Um, so the next artist that I would like to talk about goes... Well, he doesn't go by the name of but his name is Barrington Devon Hendricks. And he is known professionally as JPEG Mafia. Good old Peggy. Um, dear God, do I love this man. Uh, he is local. He hails from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, Baltimore rapper. Uh, and let's see, what other info can I find about him? Um, he has, I don't, I, I don't think his other, his other two records might have been major label stuff, but I, I don't think they were. He has three albums out so far. I think one is called Black Ben Carson. One is called The Second Amendment and his latest one, Veteran. Um, but JPEG Mafia, um is a bit like Igloo Ghost in that he is hard to wrap your head around. Um, he... <laughs> Every time I show this artist to people, they are like, what the fuck are you thinking listening to this dude? Because, like, I don't I don't think I've shown you, per se, but I've shown other people. I've shown, I've shown Jeremy, and he's just like, what the fuck? I've shown Abby, and she's just like, turn the shit off. Um, but, um, I honestly... Some of his older stuff is alright. Um... If you want to go and take a listen to that, but I'd say the 2018 album that he released, Veteran, was much more definitive for him. He had a much more definitive sound that you could make out. Um, it is less influenced by other people and the genre, and it is more his own work. Um, and he's also like Igligos in the fact that he puts in a lot of elements of glitch in his music, but to the nth degree, he is such a quirky rapper, um, that, like, he, you can't, you can't, you can't compare him to anyone, like, I don't know who the fuck his influences are, who, who the hell knows, I, I really, I really don't, um, he's, he's very, very difficult to pin down, but that's what makes some of his music so endearing, um, like, I mean, if we're going to talk about some of his music, like, fucking, let's actually just talk about some of his, some of his, um, song titles real quick, um, like, Libtard Anthem, and, uh, my thoughts on Neo-Gaff dying, and, uh, real nega, it's just the N-word spelled N-E-G-A, I think, um, and then there's one that I can't read the rest of the table of that I think it's called I Can't Fucking Wait to See... No, I Can't Fucking Wait Till Morrissey Dies, I believe. It's it's this very, very... He has this very, very aggressive brand of rap um, that, I mean, you hear it in some rapped artists. Like, I mean, Denzel Curry uh, has a very some very aggressive stuff. He was actually featured on the latest Denzel Denzel Curry record Taboo. He was on the later half of it. He was like the second to last song he was featuring on. Um, but JPEG Mafia just gives zero shits about anything. And I love that to death about him. He can, he'll talk shit about anyone, including himself and the dumbasses that agree with him. He'll talk about anyone. He'll talk about... Uh, he'll make fun of Republicans. He'll make fun of Democrats. He's very political. Um, he'll make fun of anyone that he deems as stupid. 
Uh, and it's kind of funny to see, hear his thoughts on it. And he has these weird samples that you will never hear again in a rap song ever. Like, I can't, I can't describe it. You have to go listen to his music. Real Nega is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous song. Uh, I think it features a vocal snippet, um, from a different song from an earlier rap song from like the late nineties or something like that. I can't pinpoint who that artist was from, but that's what the track is based around. Um, honestly, everything off of veteran, I would recommend you start with, um, because I mean, there are a couple songs here and there that are, eh, but like the first half of the album, fifteen thirty nine North Calvert, um, thug to, I think that's actually a street in Baltimore. If I'm not mistaken, Calvert, North Calvert street. I think that's an actual address. I couldn't tell you what it's for, but uh, and then there's also stuff like Baby I'm Bleeding and Rock and Roll is Dead, uh, where he goes into some touchy subjects and stuff like that, which I also, I can get behind. I just, I love so much of the material on this album and it's so quirky. It's so different. It's so his own style and brand. Uh, and it's so unlike anyone else, um, that it's hard for me not to get behind it, honestly. And I know some people are going to be like, what the fuck are you doing listening to this? I, 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 I get it. I, I understand this stuff is like, it's, it's really out there. Um, but I love it. I love so much of it to death. It's so, it's so different. Uh, and it's such a breath of fresh air. And I know it might just sound like gibberish to some people, but if you really look into the production work behind the songs, it's ridiculous what he does from, uh, a producer's standpoint and a lyrical standpoint a lot of times as well. Um, and again, I would listen to his later stuff off of veteran first. I think that's where you should start. I feel like some people might get turned off by some of the, uh, other earlier stuff that he was making because that's not so much his style and his work as this is. That was more, um, there are, you can hear more from other people on it that it, it's just less definitive, I would say. Um, but this album is a great place to start. JPEG Mafia has about like 70,000 followers on Instagram. So go give him a follow. Um, very, very underrated album of 2018. Um, and he deserves so much more clout and attention than he's getting. Um, but that's all I have to say about JPEG Mafia. Love him to death.
dear God, is he talented? Go ahead, Tyler. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to talk a little bit about a small artist who only has, as far as I know, four song, five songs released total. I know who you're talking about. I think I saw your list. This person is named Chaney Ray. She goes by Cray as her her uh, <laughs> her uh, pesto her, boy her name. And uh, <laughs> the way I found out about her is because there's a Twitch streamer named Jericho Tucker. His last name Tucker Boner. That's yeah. That's we a, both love him to death. That's his I actual name. His. Hysterical, hysterical guy. He's so love funny. him to death. He's from Maryland. So go check him out too. We're not a Twitch streamer review, but goddamn, is he funny? And he deserves so many more viewers than he has. Tucker is from uh, the Maryland state of our country. So oh, yeah, that's right. He wears Ravens jerseys over in California, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I, I found out about Cheney because she had a little mutual thing going on with, with, uh, with, with Tucker in not a partnership, but kind of like a, a little friendship gag where it's, it, they go, they go by, uh, the, Pesto Boys. the name Pesto boys and they have merch and everything. And it's great. But uh, I through that I followed her on Instagram, discovered her music, and she is just ridiculous. And the out of the the five songs that she's released, I think they're all pretty strong. Um, she's a female DJ, which is just it's club bangers, right? This is the yes, which is just awesome. And I don't think you really see a lot of that across the board you don't see a lot of female producers she's a producer you don't see a lot of female djs it's not normal aside from alice in wonderland i don't know if i can think of any other female mainstream djs she's not even mainstream though like alice in wonderland no oh I thought you were talking about Cray. No, no, no Alice no, no. Wonder. Yeah. No, Cray is extremely small. She just uh, she just did a tour, I believe. Yeah, most I don't of know her music isn't with... released on Apple Music, right? It's just it's tour music, right? What? Most of the stuff that she makes isn't released. It's just played on the tour, right? Yeah, but a lot of it, a lot of it is is DJ music. It's re- remixes and yeah, different instrumentals for her songs and whatnot. But uh. She she's just so talented and I she played um where was it uh, she played a club in DC and I didn't get to go for whatever reason I was busy I think it was I think it was during the uh, school semester like on a weeknight and I couldn't make it but I am going to be sure to make it to the next one because I am just a huge fan of her and she kind of teased a new song today. And I'm just oh like, really oh yeah I was on her Instagram story and I was like ooh that sounds awesome I'm so excited um, Chaney when we tag you in uh, the in in the uh, description for the podcast post that I will be making um, and you listen to this entire podcast all the way through because you're so intrigued to hear about your little section um, hit us up we want an interview we want to get to know you we love you. You're great. You're such a great person. <laughs> anyway, you're a role model, and I love you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, what else do you have to say? I'm sorry, I kind of cut it. No, so I mean, she's from she's 
from Canada. She lives. She's in, from Canada. She lives in LA. Half of Tucker's friends are Canadian. She I swear to God. She lives in LA now, but um, follow her on Instagram at Cray C R A Y. Download her new newest single titled Fractions. It's a banger. I like it. She has 134,000 followers on Instagram. I have been following her since 30k. I have grown up with her, essentially, is what I'm saying. So, uh, I didn't know that she had that many followers. She she's, has way more followers than most of the... She's like, blowing up, man. I'm so proud awesome. of her. She's awesome. Uh, huge, huge fan. Check her out. Give her some love. Download some music. Give it a listen. Uh, yeah. Take it away. To, yeah. This is your number one. <laughs> this isn't this isn't no particular order for me. I know. It's um, it's not really for me either. This um I am really excited to talk about this band, though, honestly. Um this is another band that I regret not putting on my 2018 top ten singles of the year list. Um I am talking about the band Hayuko, uh, which is a South Korean indie band. Um Dear God, I found this band uh, in the summer of last year, 2018. Um, and Or no, I found them before summer. I found them like late spring or something like that. Um, and I missed an opportunity to go see them live in DC um, in September. And I was super bummed about it. But they're super, super small. Um, it, they were formed in 2014 and they are consistent of I'm going to butcher these names. Um Ohayuk, I think he actually has some clout in South Korea. Um like he has a decent following. I think he has like 1 million followers on Instagram. Like he has other projects outside of Hayuko. Hayuko is a very small band. Uh the bassist Im Dongjeon uh, the other guitarist, Lim Hyun Jae, and drummer, Lee In Woo. Lee In Woo, okay. But, <clears throat> aside from all that, again, the band is an indie pop, indie rock, like K-pop, indie K-pop kind of band. Um, 
and they kind of morph their sound across a couple of different uh, projects that they have. They have mostly EPs. It's kind of difficult to pinpoint where they are uh, on the whole releasing front because it's they it's very convoluted the way that they do it. It's not like it's not really set. I guess you could say it's it's kind of weird. They released all of their all of their um, projects are numbers, uh, and, and it seems like they're ages of like what stages they go through or something like that. Um, but their first their first project in 2014 is the 20 EP. So they started off at 20, uh, then they went to 22 the EP. Then they went on to 23, the album, and last year they released 24, How to Find True Love and Happiness, the EP. It's weird the way they release things, but what I love about this band so much is how much flavor and personality and talent that they bring in their music. I started off by listening to the 24 EP because that's what they listened. That's was their newest project. I'm trying to find when exactly it was released May 31st. So yeah, I found them like right after this album or this EP dropped. Um, and dear God, (laughs) this EP is so good. This EP is so good. I had this on repeat for so long I started listening the very first song that I heard was Graduation the very first song in the EP I heard it at like 1 o'clock in the morning or something I was up late just listening to music and oh my god oh my god the guitar work and the different melodies that they pack into a single song and all of the different bells and whistles and stuff like that the way they produce their sound just sounds so upbeat and grand and Oh my god, I love it. I love this band to death. Uh, And if I had to do it over again, I would have picked Graduation as one of my top singles of 2018. Because this, uh, or Citizen Kane, or Gang Gang Shield, or Goodbye Soul. Like, this entire, oh my god, I love, I love, love, love this EP. Um, And even going back to some of their earlier stuff, like that is a straight indie record. Um, from them, their 20, their 23 album, which was released in 2017 was pretty all right. It had some solid tracks. Um, it wasn't anything mind blowing, but, uh, it's there. So yay. Uh, and then their 22 EP, um, kind of diverts more into a K-pop kind of sound, uh, here and there. And a lot another thing about Hayuko is how catchy they are. You get, you hear a song and you get that shit stuck in your head for days. Oh my god. But it's, it's not in the annoying kind of way. It's like, I want to listen to this song now kind of way. Like, there's two kinds of catchy. The annoying, fuck this song, like, one dance kind of way. One dance by Drake kind of way. And then there's the other way where it's like, Viva La Vida and Dear God, I want to hear the song again. Um, but, um, and then they also have their early album, 20 or earlier EP 20. Um, I'm not extremely familiar with it, but it, I'm familiar with some of the songs on it. 
and I love this band to pieces. They also had um, Super Organism uh, remix one of their songs um, from their 24 EP uh, this year. Um, for those of you who don't know Super Organism, Super Organism kind of blew up in the indie scene this year, like the sort of quirky um, experimental side, kind of uh, psychedelic side of indie. Uh, they remixed one of their songs, which is super cool. Um, that'd be a collaboration I'd love to see in the future. But I love this band to pieces. Go and listen to their music. They have, like, let's see how many followers they have on Instagram, because that's how we measure, measure people's worth in this town. Um, I don't think they have many, honestly. Um, 73, 73,000 followers. Um, small little band. Um... They've managed to make an American tour like they did that last year. They are also playing some festivals, I think, this year. They're playing at Coachella uh, this year, um, which is going to be super cool. Um, But go and give this band some love because they deserve so much more than they have right now. Love this band to pieces. Tyler, you can close us off with your finishing artist, which I know who this is too. I'm going to end this thing with someone who's not underrated anymore. Someone who I started listening to in the early months of 2018, 2017, one of those. It was one of those years. Hold on, I can tell you because I can tell you when that album came out. It came out in 2018. Did it? Okay, then. Because it was nominated for Grammys this year. Okay. Yeah. So, the artist that I am referring to is Brandy Carlisle. And hot damn, is she ridiculously talented. So, the way that I found her is I belonged for a short period of time to a record of the month club, which is awesome, but is very expensive. So, if you have... 30 bucks to drop a month on a record of the uh, record of the month club certainly do it because it's amazing you find incredible artists like this um the reason that i signed up is actually because judah and the lion had a limited edition vinyl that was going through and it was a it was a uh a combination of different songs or different albums and i was like oh this is like my favorite songs if i could cherry pick the ones that i wanted and throw it on one vinyl this, this would be it. it this would this be is it, it chief. this is chief. it yeah so that's chief chief that's that's what I did, um, but the the following month was this artist Brandy Carlisle, and I knew nothing about her. I don't think anybody knew anything about her. She kind of came out of nowhere, but I I don't even know how I would describe this. It's singer songwriter music. It's very personal. It's very unique. Um, she's gotten some country it's got some country vibes it's got some bluegrass vibes it's got some folk vibes it's got a little bit of everything but the thing that stands out the most to me are her her voice and the way that she uses her voice in like a a tear-jerking song type of way like she's just so good at putting emotion into her songs that you feel it when you're listening to it and that when you listen to music like that that's like half of half of making it worth listening to is putting 
what you're feeling into it in a way that other people feel that too and resonate with it. And she's done that like incredibly on this album. So which uh, album? It, by the way, I forgive you. Which you know, I would have thought was her debut album, but she's been releasing music since t- 2006, so don't mind me. This Jesus. is the first album that has blown up. It has blown up since I started. You kind of just watched it. it happen, and right? I watched it as this little child that I gave birth to on my record player grew up to be this musician playing Madison Square Garden later in the year. Does this, she really? Yeah, she's huge. And she's still, the thing is, she's big, but she's just right now becoming big through, she won, she was the most nominated female artist at the Grammys this year. She took home. Really? Over over Casey Musgraves, over Ariana Grande, over. All of them. Wow. She's the most nominated artist. She won three Grammys. um, And she had probably the most impressive performance of the night. She did a fantastic job with her band. They played the song The Joke, which is the single off of this album. I didn't see that part. I'll have to to look at it. Yeah, super talented. Uh, I I just love her to pieces. She's got such a good message, and she's just such a sweetheart. You hear it through her music. Um, The songs that stand out to me are Every Time I Hear That Song, which is just a great song, The Joke, and what is the one called and the mother those are my favorite songs off of the album i highly suggest you go check it out because you're not going to regret it and this might be down to an opinion of taste because if you are not the type of person to accept country and bluegrass i would strongly recommend that you retake your stance on that if you are the kind of person because i was that kind of person Ah, and you will find good music in like the country genre. Trust me, like I, it doesn't just consist of stadium country. Go take some time to listen to some decent country. Like, um, I mean, there's always Willie Nelson and um, uh, uh, Johnny Cash, but there's also more modern people like Chris Stapleton. Some of Chris Stapleton's stuff's really good. Um, there's also, um. God, what is Sturgill Simpson? Sturgill Simpson, some of his stuff is amazing as well. Um, Darius he, Rucker. What? Darius Rucker has good stuff. I haven't listened to him. Dwight Yoakam has good stuff. <laughs> Zach Brown Band here and there has a good song. <laughs> I like Zach Brown Band, but I wouldn't put them under country because they got uh, they got quite the catalog of different genres yeah, going they on. Do. And live, At least on their they, last they, album. They play whatever they want. <laughs> no, their last album was very country. Jekyll and Hyde was not. There, but I mean, there were some hard rock influences as well, like with Heavy as the Head, and then there's Jack. That's from Yard. Jekyll and Hyde, though. Their last album was very country. What? Jekyll and Hyde isn't their last album. Are you joking? No. What is? This is way off track, but now I'm really, really curious. They had one came out, I think, last year. No, they did not. Yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah, it's called Welcome Home 2017. What? How did I miss that? <laughs> so regardless, check out Brandy Carlisle. She Oh my is, god. She is incredible. How? How did that slip through the cracks? What? All right, we are in Staples Center. It is Tim, Brandy Carlisle, and Phil. Thanks for hanging out with me post show. 
Thanks for talking with us. All right, Brandy, I go to you first. Here we are. We're like, showed us in 20 minutes ago. How do you feel right now? Completely exhilarated, overwhelmed, um, relaxed, and inspired. How about performing your song? Oh, that was unbelievable. I'll never forget it. Tim, before you guys play a show like this, and you do so many shows during the year, but here you go. You do one song, you play the joke, you do it. How much rehearsal, even though you've played the song so many times? You know, a lot goes into it emotionally every time. I think we're it's a lot of it's muscle memory for us, you know. But when you do something like this, you really put every bit of emotion into it and meaning into it. And Phil, over the last, I don't know, three to more than 13 years, uh -huh. what has been kind of the thing that you learned the most about working with your brother here in Brandy? Oh my God, I, it's been so long that it's all second nature now and it's almost sort of a psychic thing. So what have I learned the most? Um, probably when to just let them go if they're writing. If they're doing a thing, just let it go. And you've learned you're always gonna get the high harmony. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brandy, as you, your career, I mean, anyone that is an artist, it should be a marathon, not a sprint. And here you are, what do you think, what do you attribute it to? Is it the songwriting, is it the nonstop performing, is it the content? I think it's just the years and the miles and the time that we've spent taking our words on the road uh, and making friends. And, and it comes down to our genre, you know, specifically I don't think that genres tend to be a great thing, but in our case, the one that we come from, it has a tendency to, to seek out people that it sees not getting recognition um, in other places and give people that uh, wouldn't normally be embraced with open arms a platform. And so it's supported us over the years, and I didn't know that it would ever get us to the Grammys, but now that we're here, I look back on it with a lot of gratitude. Very nice. Um, and did you reach out to her on Instagram? Yeah. What did you say? Well, I love her. I think she's unbelievable. I think she's absolutely incredible. The way she fronts that band, commands that stage, plays that guitar. Right. Um, there's no one like her. And I've got a lot of hope and excitement for the future of her career and impact. I said the most similar thing to that. I think music is in good hands with some of the younger artists yeah. I saw tonight. It is. And we need to fall in line behind them and support them. A hundred percent. But yeah. you guys are definitely leading the way. <laughs> for me... After this, I'm going to tinker, like, what did I say that? What did I do? As you mature as an artist, do you tinker with your songs more before you put them out? Or is it actually easier? It's done. World, take it. They evolve on the road. And then we evolve as people, you know. We might have written a song about a broken heart and then got married and had kids, and it, it becomes about something else, you know. And that's just the way that songs are. They're just living, breathing organisms. They grow with you. Nice. All right. Well, it's, I know it's been a long day, so I'll let you go. Congratulations to you three on an incredible career, an incredible night. Thank you. And keep it going. Yeah, man. What Thank a you. pleasure. All right. Thanks Th a lot. Thanks for hanging out. Thank Cheers. you. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, never mind. We're talking about country artists now, but yeah, go listen to Brandy Carl. So, yeah. Tyler said. All of these artists we feel do not get enough recognition. Please, 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 if you did not get the memo yet, go and check them out. Whatever is your cup of tea, whatever, if hip-hop's your cup of tea, if electronic music is your cup of tea, if rock's your cup of tea, if metal's your cup of tea, if country's your cup of tea, if fucking weird is your cup of tea, go. Go listen to these artists. They're incredible. All absolutely incredible. Um, and they deserve so much more than they are currently getting. Um, and yeah, please, 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 please. I cannot stress enough. 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 Go 
and listen to these artists. We thank you for listening here at Sound Artists. Do you want to close us off for once in your life, Tyler? Okay, never mind. We thank you very much for your time here. Please go and follow us and everyone that we have just talked about on Instagram. Um, go and send us a comment or a DM telling us what you would like to hear in the future, what albums you'd like us to review in the future, or any suggestions for the podcast that you might have. Um, we're always open to them. Um, we love you all very, very much. We will see you at the same time next week, uh, Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, thank you very much for coming out. Appreciate your time. Get us more AdSense. Take care.